Welcome to My Mind is an unconventional podcast that invites you into the minds, lives, and practices of creatives in a space where everyone is welcome. I'm your host, Julia, and I'm an emerging artist in my early 20s dedicated to infiltrating the contemporary art scene through candid conversations between myself and other people pursuing creative lifestyles in this digital age. Today, we are doing part two to last week. So if you haven't listened to last week's episode, it's on Brett Sidney and his Atlanta streetwear brand. Definitely go give it a listen. We touch on his music a little bit there, but this episode is like a part two to that one that dives deep into his music, drumming, his band, Blurry, and all things music. So let's go ahead and get started. I'm just going to ask to give you like give you a place to give an explanation is like how are you a musician like just explain how you are a musician like how if someone's like do you do music what would you be like how would you be like oh yes and this is how yeah I play music no um I've been playing drums for probably 13 years wow I I don't know exactly I don't know the time point but it's I think I started when I was like 11 or 12 oh yeah with your family yeah so I'm 24 now so it's been 12 13 it's it's been a while. Um, I I took drum lessons for two maybe three years, and at at that point YouTube, Instagram was like really taking off, and there were a few drummers on those platforms mm-hmm. that were that make drum covers, which you touched on earlier when you were searching about me. I found him. I you watched found... him. I was like, okay, he's a real person, and he has he has something else besides preacher, which is yeah. cool. So it proves he's a person. So. That influenced me to start making drum videos, which was before. Like, you're like making the drum videos and your preacher shirt. <laughs> yeah, people. Um, well, so the <laughs> I I don't. I'm doing this to myself, but my page used to be called Pop Punk Drum Covers. Okay. And people, when I first started like going to shows, I would like either tell them that or they would find me. They're like, "You're Pop Punk." <laughs> Pop Punk Drum Covers. Like people would call me that. Oh and my god. That was like <laughs> it was brutal because. Now it's more of like a joke, yeah. but it still kind of lives. Is it still that same name? I think I changed it. So what's the new name? I think it's just my name. Personally. Okay. Oh, yeah, because that's how I found yeah. you. I typed in your name. But at, at one point, like, I was known, instead of Preacher, I was known, to, known as Pop Punk Drummer. You're Pop Punk Preacher now. Yeah, so that's crazy. <laughs> I'll put that on my shirt. Um, Seriously. Yeah, so music has been a constant in my life. Like, I grew up just craving music, craving new music. I went from that to, like, oh, I can play these songs on yeah. drums. You learned. You learned, learned how to do it. And I would watch people on YouTube and learn from them and take all the stuff I learned from my teachers and implement that. And it just kind of curated. And then I met my friends from going to shows. Is that how you started the band? So the band, it actually was, this This is a, I've never told, I, very few people Oh, never told. <laughs> but we used to have. So I told you, my older brother Tyler and my little brother Ryan, we used to have a family band. Okay. Yeah. It was me and drums. Actually, no, you left that part out. Yeah. You just were like, yeah, we play music a little, you know, as a family gathering. No, you like had a band? Well, it was a very, like the, the simplest form of a band. You and your two siblings. Me and my, my two siblings. And, and then my lifelong childhood best friend, John. Wow. So it was us three just like, we, if you look at pictures, we were like... The instruments were three times the size. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, so started from there. It was a long-term manifestation, sounds like. It, it started from 
way back. Baby Preacher. Yeah, Baby Preacher was playing the, the drums. Wow. And then, but every iteration of that family band has been very true. Like, my little brother found things that he liked, so he t- took a step away. But from the very first family band, Tyler and I have been playing in this same band. It's been different iterations, different members, but it's been the same band since we were, like, 11. Oh, the people that you started the band with is still who you are? Not, like I was saying, they're different, like, members, different iterations. Oh, okay, but my bad. Tyler and I have, have always been the two people... Who stayed. Who the stayed. constant. Yeah. Do you live with Tyler also? We do. Yeah, so we moved out of our parents' house. He moved to Atlanta. And then we moved back in together, like, okay. the last, like, two years. Okay, because I feel like you had, when you were like, oh, like, someone's working. I feel like you said Tyler. I'm like, oh, yeah, is that so, the same person yeah. that's also in the band? Yeah. So okay. he works on guitars. Like, he, yeah. Wow, that's yeah. cool. So, guitar, like, same thing for him. Music has been his life. Okay. Um, but, so, it started from the family band to, you know, our first, like, kind of band. Like, we sucked. But it's still fun to look back on and, like, yeah, we started playing our first shows together. We started wow. like, playing in Atlanta. Um, and then that band grew into Boundaries. And Boundaries okay. was, like, what established us in Atlanta and how I met, like, all my current, like, friends, really. Wow. Um and boundaries then like I told you became blurry and blurry is now where we're at currently but okay yeah why did y'all switch from boundaries to blurry the main reason was that when like the members switched a little so there was like two things one we were kind of writing like new music okay and we had a new member join so it just like it was kind of a new group new new music new people let's let's make a new new name and there was another band called Boundaries. And the relative, like, genre and scene. You were like, okay, it's time to move on yeah, to not, something else. Not from Atlanta, but their East Coast band kind of making waves. We're like, you know, we're still early on. It makes sense to move. And I like that you're, like, the blurry boys. Yeah. Like, I think that's cool. You know, I don't know I don't know how that started. Maybe just from, like, a, a tag on socials. But people, like, were, and I thought it'd be kind of, like, corny, like, Backstreet Boys. Like, I'm not saying that's no, corny. No, but, like, but like I, I know what you mean, but no, it's not. Blurry Boys? Like, what? But I I think we've all really embraced it. Yeah. Like, we'll pull up to, like, a venue, like, when we're on tour, people like, yo, Blurry Boys are here. And it's exactly. kind, of, kind of endearing. It's because it's, like, exactly. It's because it's, like, what someone would call you. They wouldn't say Blurry's here. They'd be like, oh, the Blurry Boys, the Blurry Guys are here. Yeah, exactly. So, like, it's almost just, like... It's just what you are. Yeah. Like, Blurry is the band, but, like, you are the boys of Blurry. Yeah. Like, you know? People are like, y'all should change your name to Blurry Boys. I'm like, no. You're like, that, I don't know about that I'm, one. I don't know about that. That's a little too much, but Blurry... But it's endearing, like yeah. you said. Yeah. It is. Like, because it's not the name. Right. Like, I think it's good that it's not the name, yeah. but it's like, it's what you are. You are the bur- Blurry Boys. Yeah. Like, you know? That's literally what we are. But, yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, I, okay. That's amazing. So, who... Who, um... You said the band switched a little bit. Yeah. Okay, wait. I want to say this, too. This is really interesting to me to, like, hear. Because I feel like a lot of bands, and maybe I'm wrong, but just from what I've seen from my own perspective, which I'm not in the music world, really. Yeah. But I feel like they start with, like, a singer, sing, singer-songwriter singer who's like, I have songs that I want to write, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to, like, find people that can, like, play the instruments to make the sounds come to life. Where it sounds like y'all, you all had, like, this, the Blurry Boys had, like, this, like, connection and then are making it together right i think it's a little different exactly we all join together because we love music we all love like the same bands right 
so that love for music was separate and we came together all wanting to like create a version of that but together which is cool like as a unit which i think is kind of interesting and cool yeah so i start from that um we all have like all those people that i met back then currently are still my friends and cool bands some i play in some i tour with some i go to their shows you know some are that are doing very well like stuff it's just cool to see like from the beginning to where we are now it's a lot has changed but but the roots are the same a lot has changed but the the roots and like the core values are still there yeah Yeah. interesting what would so you because you're you're a drummer but like from what I was saying it kind of sounds like y'all have like this like collaborative spirit with the mm-hmm. music writing where it's not just like this, the main singer that's like I'm writing this song y'all will play these instruments and these chords to this song you know right. so like are you do you have like a writing process or are you more playing performing like what is your so the, yeah, journey the, there the process is very collaborative I mean kind of comes back to what we are talking about earlier Coll- collaboration's key especially in art forms creator forms so we all are very much collaborators collaborating on the songs and to getting them to the final release like from the first iteration to going on Spotify mm-hmm. we're collaborating the entire time wow that's really interesting and sometimes we'll bring people you know Dom he recently has been playing shows with us but he also has been recording us since day one okay. he was the, one of the first people I ever met going to shows wow so he's been recording us since day one and he still is kind of a person outside of the band that feels like a member we trust him but he gives a lot of influence in the band too the the people that you meet doing the things you love it really does make a difference if you want to do the things you love for your career for sure like like hearing that is really cool yeah um do you want to talk about your like we talked about your band but do you want to talk about like tour a little bit how you like do shows i think that is so cool yeah it's it's kind of crazy like a a lot of people well for to, to me i've always been around music and going to shows some big shows but no, usually they're smaller shows like the shows I grew up going to were you know 2,000 people or less a lot of people like yeah my first show was like ZZ Top or like big arena tours like, which is not the same too. It's not I'm the happy same. for them that they got that big but it's just not the same experience yeah it's it's a, it's more intimate and so I grew up on that and so that in my head going on tour meant like we're grinding we're gonna be playing small shows but that hopefully will one day start building and leading to, you know, we're playing 500, 1,000 cap rooms. Yeah. So whenever I tell people, like, I'm going to be gone, we're going on tour, they're like, what? But so to me, it's like, it's nothing crazy because I've been around that. I've been going to small shows since forever. Right. It's like a smaller scale store. It's not like it's hair, like a smaller scale tour. Right. It's not like, um, like Harry Styles. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and that's not, and maybe like one day, is yeah. that something you would want? Or are you kind of like... You're enjoying the small, intimate shows. I, I mean, we. That's not to say we haven't played bigger shows. Yeah. I love each of them very much. Like, you, I, I love. I just love like. Performing. It's just fun. Yeah. Because yeah, people can connect with it, mm-hmm. much like with preacher, people can, you know, find comfort in wearing a piece that I made, and they can share that with others. Mm-hmm. Much like music, people can share that with their friends. Like, hey, this new band that I found out. Or they can go to a show together. Like, there's so much that can happen and spark from the stuff that I do, which that is, like, ultimately what fulfills me. It's all about community, like, a lot yeah. that what you do. Yeah. It's all about, like, how other people interact with the products you make. Right. You know, whether it's, like, wearing clothing or, like, listening to 
music. Yeah. But yeah. I think that's really, I think, I think that tour is really, I, I don't know, it is really cool. Like, especially someone that's not in the music world, like, when you were like, oh, yeah, I went on tour, I'm like, that is so cool. Yeah. Like, I, I don't know. It is, it, to me, it's still, like, I get excited every time. Do you get nervous? Or are you like... No, I move past the nervousness, but it's more of like, kind of logistical, like making sure everything runs smoothly, making sure that like, we're safe, like it's... it's And that you can like, that you can hear like everything. Right, and... yeah. So, but yeah, we, we go on tour, we are trying to establish kind of in the southeast, a little bit midwest, north, that's kind of where we're targeting. Just because if going out west right now as a smaller band isn't like financially smart yeah like we're going to texas we're going we're doing like a 10-day run to texas in the new year like january february oh cool but anything past that is not the prices go up the prices go up the price is not right <laughs> so but we're, we're working to that point where we get we get asked to go on a run with someone bigger like that's what we're working towards like sorry yeah are you doing um like a solo tour or are you op- more opening for like bands that are aligned with y'all so we, we are going on the road solo. Like, we are usually the only touring band. Okay. But we are finding bands in that city to play with us. Okay. So... So you're finding, like, an opener, is what you mean? Yeah. We'll, we'll normally be sandwiched in the middle. Like, touring as a small band is very tough. Yeah. Because no one knows you. Yeah. And so you're trying to get yourself in the best situation where people will listen to you. Okay. So do you feel like you're touring mostly for people that know you and are like buying tickets to see you or do you feel like you're more touring for like with these other bands Mm -hmm. and people are learning about you for the first time potentially at that show so a lot of the places we're playing at for the very first time so every time we go there our main intention is just to like meet the bands meet the promoters and like have a genuine connection like with the people who do come to the shows because some shows are like 50 kids some could be bigger like two three hundred but some are wow. usually that some are big. like smaller yeah and so it's we always make a point just to like be personable like because yeah. we all are very personal people yeah like why not just talk to them and so you know the first time around it could be small it could be good but our main thing is just to meet people form good form good relationships and hopefully next time around it builds and then builds and builds and builds it sounds like it's kind of like an invest. It's like an investment in your in yourselves, yeah. like in your brand band. I keep wanting to say brand because we just talked about preacher, but I mean it is a brand, I guess. But it's like an investment into your band, like. It it is a hundred percent an investment, like, and that's the thing. Touring is hard, like, and expecting someone to go on tour with us, like our like our members, like they're taking time off from their job, right, to go on tour that doesn't make really much money. Like, right. But it's hard. Like, we're investing in the band for one day that we want to be making good money yeah. from this. Yeah. But, like, it's an investment. And, but also, when we first started touring, like, with my childhood best friend, like, he went to college. He graduated with a great degree. And I don't expect people to drop their life to go on tour with us. Right. To make, like, little to no money. Right. Like, pers- like the band funds itself, so we're not really paying out of pocket for anything. But to, so you're not, like, making a huge profit. We're not making, like, crazy profit. <laughs> yeah. Like, we're making good money. The band pays for itself. We don't... All we pay for is food. But to expect someone to drop their good-paying job to do that, <laughs> it's a lot to ask. Yeah. So I'm never going to be one to be like, hey, 
either you're in or you're out. It's like, if you want to do it, you can, but also I don't want to, you know, force you to do that. To yeah. Do, do what you don't want. So that's been the hardest part is being a small band, having people fully aligned with that. Yeah, that, that's hard. It's hard. Like, and they have to be in it. And that's why I feel like it's weird that people, you hear a lot, like, you shouldn't work with your friends, but I feel like you kind of should in a, in some circumstances because, like, that. Like, because it seems like y'all are all on the same page and connected for right. the most part. And, like, it's hard to do that with, like, a stranger. It's like y'all are in this together, I, you know? I would say, it's, it's kind of an odd comparison, but I would say being in a band is like living with your best friends. Okay. You're traveling together. Yeah. You love, like, hanging out all the time. Things are easy. Yeah. Um, but also they can be like you're together a lot so yeah. things can be like after a while things can be hard but like they're it's ultimately always great yeah so I think whether like living with your best friends or being in a band with your best friends like makes sense there yeah. are times when it's hard it's like why would you do it with strangers though yeah. you know like, like when you already have a genuine connection and a friendship with someone it it's naturally forming easier than like yeah. trying to like force a song to get written or yeah wow that's yeah. that's that's like just very interesting i think the tour aspect of it is really cool and i feel like it takes you to the next level a little bit it, yeah it's, like it's like you're like we're taking this seriously like it's i feel like it's either you blow up on the internet with an awesome song or like you just grind it out i sometimes feel like blowing up with an awesome song isn't always the best like, I don't think it's maybe, it sounds great, but I don't know if it's, like, you're not really maybe, like, reaching your ideal customer. There's a disconnect. Yeah. Like, you could be huge online and sell four tickets. Right. In your hometown. So, it's, like... Is that what you want? You know? Whereas, like, I'm sure y'all, y'all's Atlanta shows are, like, like really fun. Atlanta shows it's like, are awesome. Because it's, like, yeah. And they're all coming out to support. We play Florida shows a lot, and we have established, you know, friendships and some fans in Florida and some Florida shows feel like hometown shows. Wow. And that's why I want, you know, all these touring shows to feel like. Yeah. I, I think it's, it's like, it's, I don't know. I battled with that because it, it's hard because you want to grow like an authentic audience that makes sense with like whatever brand you're doing. But I mean, obviously a part of you is like, it'd be great to like blow up on TikTok and like sell out of everything yeah. on your website or like have like a million streams or I don't know. But it's like, is but are they the right streams? Like, are they? Is it the right customer? Is it like long, longevity? Is it a real connection, or is it just like this one thing? Yeah. Like I don't know. I don't know. It's better. It's hard. I think. I think if you do find success online, you can like capitalize on that and like actually use it for good. Yeah. But sometimes I do agree with you that. can blow up and not do anything with it, and then you fall off like a month later. It's like, what yeah. happened? Yeah. I feel like it's a it's a difference between like instant gratification and like long longevity, right. and I think it's good that y'all are doing it kind of like the gritty way because that's yeah. like how I mean all the best bands start. I feel like yeah. it's like in that gritty way and like it, the time will come. It just takes time. Yeah. Like even hearing that you're growing like this audience in Florida, like that's those people don't know you. Like they're not yeah. following you for any other reason besides just connecting with your music. Right. And what's also cool is like you know when you find a, like a smaller band or something and you're like these guys are the freaking best, like, they're gonna, like, blow up, and, like, yeah. or they're gonna get big, and, like, I found them first, like, you're that for someone. You get on early, yeah. You it, know, like... Yeah, it's such a cool feeling, I feel like we do have that, and it's still growing, but the fact that people, like, the amount of people that like us, that, that, the, them liking us is so cool. It's so cool, like, they're just, like, I don't know, like, they're just, like, discovering you on, like, Spotify from, like, maybe, like, a playlist or something, yeah. then they're, like, 
whoa, like, I really connect with this, like, I don't know, I guess that's just how it happens, but you get desensitized to it when you're the consumer of it, and, like, these people are real people making music in, like, small towns or, you know, I don't know, in a smaller scale. Yeah, I, I always like to think back, like, these huge bands or these successful brands, at the end of the day, they're just, like, people who wake up, do their craft, and then go to sleep every day, just, like, myself or you or yeah. anyone you know it's there's some steps in between but <laughs> yeah yeah it's crazy like, at the end of the day like it's true it's the same thing yeah yeah it is and like it's it is cool to be able to do that and, like whatever can get you there and like what you were saying about like even earlier about talking about jobs like it, it's a sacrifice like going on tour and doing these like right. things because it's like yeah you could make more money doing a lot of other things um but it it's not fulfilling no. and it's hard and it, it is a lot but it's it's great to be able to be that and I love that like y'all are that for a lot of people like you're like a like this like this like um like underground band that's yeah. like like I don't know like 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 Laura like my roommate is a musician and she like loves bands like that that are like like smaller like that's what she listens to and like that's a a musician and like an artist can really appreciate that and like connect with it more sometimes than a bigger band we like being the small like grungy underground band yeah that's cool it is cool like the fact that people don't having to prove yourself at a show is like kind of a cool thing and you you prove yourself well yeah like connect to it and like they talk to you like hey i don't know what like y'all are out of state band i don't know what it's gonna be like but y'all like really won me over yeah you have to win the crowd over yeah if they don't know you yeah unless you're going to set a full u.s and sell out like you you know you know what to expect every night yeah they're gonna everyone knows every everyone's gonna love you yeah. But, like, the fact that you can win a crowd over it, that's, like... I that's a, harder to do. I have a friend who's a comedian, and she... We were talking about this recently. Like, having a tough crowd and winning them over... That's it's hard. Very, it's hard, but it's also fun when you do it well. It's rewarding, but it's, like, a lot of high pressure yeah. that you're probably just, like, a little anxious the whole time. Oh, yeah. But it's, like, making you perform better. It's, like, when people are, like, oh, it's, like, I wait to the last minute because I, like, am a, put a lot of pressure on myself and I perform better. It's like that. Yeah. All throughout college, I would... Not I was a procrastinator, but when I I worked so well under pressure, I would write an essay in a night or two nights, and it would be awesome. That's deranged. Yeah, it was fucked up. But but it works. <laughs> but, but it worked for me. <laughs> and now I tour. Now I tour. Oh my god, what is like your most memorable um, memory from tour? If you have one, besides like I, I don't know. I would say, I mean, I could find something from every tour, but I would say this last tour we did, um, we. We touring as a small band is hard, and like we don't have a huge tour bus or anything. Either we're renting a van from someone. That's so fun. Like on, we're like we're going on Toro, like renting a van, or oh, our bass player he has a, a sprinter van or something. He has a it's like a big like white town and country van. Yeah. So like it fits us, but car troubles are always the worst, especially as a small band. Our first tour, our first bigger tour in like a year since COVID was this past May. Mm-hmm. We played a show. And we were touring in my personal car. It broke down. Like, well, my car thanks. fucking broke down. I had to sell it. Like, it was gone. You sold it, like, while you were at tour? No, I got it back. I had to get it towed back to Atlanta. No. And then I, it was going to be, like, eight grand to get it fixed. I, I don't know why I pictured you, like, having a sign in, like, the, the window being, like, for sale. Just, like, wherever it broke down and just selling it, you know? I, I probably should have and done that. And wherever you were. I should have done that. Yeah, yeah. Like, it took two days to get home. We had to rent U-Hauls and stuff to get home. But, wow. So that tour got canceled. RIP my car. I, I thought, didn't know it got canceled. Yeah. So we rescheduled it to like this past July, like a few months later. Okay. And we were in Virginia 
And we, it was like monsooning out. Of course. Why wouldn't it be monsooning? And some bad things happened, like like with the promoter. He's okay now, but like the show almost got canceled. Our car got flooded. It wasn't meant for y'all. It was like, the car show have been fucked up. Yeah. So our car broke down on the first tour in May, rescheduled it to the July one. A few days in, our car got submerged in water. Oh, it flooded that time. The, the next tour around. Oh, this was flooded. a one time. Okay. Yeah. So, th- I promise you there's a bright side at the end of this. So. <laughs> Please. <laughs> yeah. We, th- we, th- we played that show that night in Virginia. It was fine. It was a really good show. The next day, we had to get up and go to Baltimore. Okay. The car wasn't even starting. Was this your car again? This was <laughs> the white town and country. Oh, our base my God. Okay. So, not my car, but our, other ba- our base player's okay. car. And we had some string of luck where a friend of a friend, we didn't even know. She didn't know us. She came and picked us up. Drove us from Virginia to Baltimore. Oh, my God. How far a drive it was, was that? So we're, we're in Norfolk, right near Virginia Beach, up to Baltimore. So it was like four hours. Okay. Through D.C., up into Baltimore. She drove y'all. She drove us. Did she have like a big van, too? No, she had a smaller car than the van. So oh. we had to take half of our gear. We, we put the other half of our gear into an auto zone, like a car shop. Like we put half of our gear into there. Okay. They're like, yeah, we're all musicians. Like you can keep it. You can keep your gear here. Like we, you can trust us. We're like sweating the whole time, but we left it there and we made it to Baltimore. And this is the bright side. Like we got there, made it in time. Wow. It was an awesome, like packed show. Wow. And so there are so many things that can go wrong. They had no idea what you went through to get there. They had no, like kind of like we were talking about earlier. There's so much that goes into making a video and all people see is the video. Yep. All people saw was our performance, but Holy shit, the last eight hours getting here? You're like, we pulled up five minutes ago. Like We pulled we... up, our, our wheels are falling off. Like <laughs> Every, know, Y'all are just soaking wet, like, yeah. showing up. But it's stuff like that. Um, tours, tours tough, but, like, shows make it worth it. Yeah. Yeah. The, the show is, like, the, it's, like, the treat. Like, it's, like, it's like what you want. Yeah. Like, it's, like, it's the same as, like, the, like, a market. Like, right. it's, like, it, that's, like, I feel like the treat when you're making, making, making all the time yeah. alone. You don't know if anyone really likes it. Then you yeah. show up to a market. You get such great feedback, hopefully. Yeah. And then you're, like, okay, wow, this was worth it. Yeah. Like, you know, and I'm glad to hear that there was, like, a happy ending. <laughs> I, I feel like I knew some of that story, but I didn't realize the backstory of, like, everything happening before. Yeah. You had to cancel the reschedule, and then this random person comes in. I remember that. Yeah. But, that's crazy. Yeah. So that's like a very memorable moment of tour. Yeah. Shout out Gloria. She was the one who picked us we're up. We're getting so, we're giving them all the credit yeah. today. We're giving everyone. Give credit name, where credit's due. Name drop everyone you can. Yeah. I mean, I, I love it. Thank you, Gloria, for saving <laughs> the freak, saving the blurry boys on the side of the street. That yeah, was crazy. That's insane. How do you feel like your um, music informs your brand? Because you talk, we talk about how they, they, they're neighbors. They live in the same roof. You know, I think it kind of comes down to, like, like I mentioned earlier, like, the end product. It's like, people connecting and relating to it. I think that's, like, the main thing. And then also, but inspiration-wise, I feel like it kind of stems from the same place, too. Yeah, I agree. Like, they, okay, this is how I'm going to describe it in the way that I see it. People would show up to your band's shows wearing Preacher, Yes. Like, the same person that listens to y'all, I think, would also wear a preacher. I go to shows sometimes, and I see a preacher shirt. No way. Yeah. Or someone, like, I didn't go. They're like... <laughs> they, they send a picture of, like, someone wearing a preacher shirt. And, like, that to me is like, oh, 
do you ever okay do you ever see people out wearing your shirt that you don't know like has that ever happened like you see a wild creature um i don't think i've seen a wild creature but my friends will like meet a wild creature they're like, like whoa connect. like hey I know him. Like, stuff like that. I love doing that. They're, like, like I, because I've worn your shirt, and then people will be like, oh, Preacher Company. And I'm like, yeah, I know him. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'm that person. And, yeah. and they're like, oh, yeah, like, I have some of this stuff. I don't know. It's I feel like that's really rewarding. It's cool. It's like seeing, like, them out in the wild. Or, like, people even posting about them. It's so, yeah, like, the fact cool. that they're wearing them is, like, what make, what brings me joy. Yeah, which is, like, it's the point, but it's still just, like, dumbfounding to like see and like hearing that people would like are wearing it at the show and it's like what if they didn't even know the connection or maybe they did but it's still cool either way but yeah yeah I feel like the basically I feel like the content of the band and the brand are both like friends and like someone that enjoys one will also mostly enjoy the other. And I design merch for Blurry so it's like you you still do that? Yeah. That's so cool. So it's you could see some of my influences from Preacher and yeah. Blurry. Oh my god, it's like a if you don't know, you could get like some Preacher yeah. kind of like esque styles from Blurry. Yeah, for sure. That's cool. Yeah. It's like a not a knockoff preacher, but it's like Preacher's brother. No, it's like it's like this it's like the preacher. It's just yeah. like yeah, the brother. It's different, yes. The cousin. The cousin. Yeah. That we like. That the we cousin like. that we like. Yeah. Um, are you so you said in the band it's your like your best friend Tyler like childhood best friend so, no, then, so Tyler's my brother oh okay my so bad so John uh, he was my child he still is my childhood best friend he took a step down uh, totally understandable and then Logan he was also Tyler's childhood best friend still one, one of my best friends like these guys are still our best friends yeah um, you know we've gone through hell and back together but so they take a step down for the things I really want to do in life right. which I told Fair. I'm very I admire them for that. And yeah. I'm so happy they're doing great. Yeah. Um, but currently, it's Tyler and I. I feel like Tyler and I will always be doing this. Tyler and I will probably always be doing it. Yeah. Um, and then we, currently, we have a pretty solid uh, group of guys who are, like, into it. Yeah. So. Wow. I love that you can have that community. And, like, I love that you're doing it with your brother. I didn't realize that. Yeah. I almost, like, said it wrong again. But, um, <laughs> you'd be like, cut I mean, out. He is my childhood best friend, if you think about it. Well, I'm glad that you, like, like each other. I feel yeah. like some siblings don't like each other. We used to fight, and then, yeah, we, got, we got older. Now, now you choose to live. I think it's cool when siblings choose to live with each other. Yeah, I was like, I mean, fuck it, why not? You're like, we can practice, jam band sesh, yeah. we can talk our shit, and we can split bills. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a no-brainer, because we, well... Uh, I think at that time when we first moved in together, that's when we first signed to our label. They're okay. called they're called Sakers. They're from Buffalo. That's cool. They approached us wanting to sign us because they really like what we're doing. Uh, this was amid COVID too, so this was like a tough time. They believed in you. They believed in like our music. That's so good. Um, and we're like, well, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna do this thing, like, kind of makes sense to live together. He needed a roommate. I needed one or two, I think, and. It, was, it just made sense. It just made sense. Yeah. Yeah, sometimes it works for people, you yeah. know? Do you feel like you're more passionate about Preacher or music? If you can compare. I know they're, like, your babies. Oh, man, but yeah. But, like, like, do you, like, if you had to pick one, or, like, do you feel like one pulls, like, because I know Preacher is more new, but mm-hmm. it's, like, music's been with you forever, but it's also, like, Preacher is, like, I don't know, something you started in your adulthood, so it's, yeah. like, maybe a newer but more deeper passion. I don't know. What do you care I wouldn't say I care about one over the other. I will say this. I will probably...
be playing music without a daddy. Okay. Whether that's with Blurry or not, I'm still going to be a musician for the rest of my life. I feel like people that are into, like, an art like that, like a like a technical, like a mu- music or, like, a, like, even, like, like painting or drawing, like, that's, like, something that they're, like, yeah, I need this to breathe. Like, yeah. I will do this forever. So that's how you are with like, I'll do that. it forever. And Preacher, I mean, I love clothing. I love fashion. Like, whether it's Preacher or another form, five, ten years down the line, I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. But... I love them both. They're they're my children, you know. Yeah. I love them so much. Your children, your brother, like yeah. you know, it's all involved. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I could see that. And I feel like you wouldn't tour if you didn't love it. Right. Too. Like, you know? Th- like there are growing pains through each process of the brand or the band, but like it's it's also fulfilling, you yeah. know. Yeah. it's good to hear that you'd be like doing music forever. And the thing about preacher is like it's like a passion project, but it could like grow to something else. It could be. It could like be. it could pivot into some. It could be preacher, but it could be not clothing. It could be something else. Yeah. You just never know. Yeah. I mean, maybe you could like like. Would you ever like want to like produce music or like become a tour manager? Like I don't know. Like that. I don't know. You know, that's a very common like thing with people I know in music. Some people are you know promoters and they turn to tour managers. And there's a lot of like cross pollinating within the scene. Yeah. Like. I mean, who knows? I could be a full-time tour photographer in five years. That would like, be cool, too. Or and you could be, be doing it under Preacher. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you just never know. I could be picked up by a big touring act, like, to drum under tour. Like, there's so yeah, many possibilities, so but I do it because I do it all because I love it, you know? And if, to say I would do something else for a while doesn't mean I'm not doing Preacher. Or yeah. Blurry. That doesn't mean it's the end of it. Yeah. It's just, like, a pivot or, like, right. a redirection. There's a there's a band called Title Fight. Like, they were one of the one of my favorite bands like when I first started getting into music and like pop punk stuff and like within the last couple of years maybe three years they they didn't break up but they just they're just simply existing you know what I'm yeah. saying like they're not really putting out new music as much they're not putting out music at all they're not touring but they're like, they're like you're like I wish they're like we didn't break up but we're just existing and like that's fair that'd be fun yeah like if like, your music could turn into that and then yeah. you just drum for fun yeah like if something ever happens I wouldn't say I'm quitting Preacher or quitting Blurry. Like, something else pops up for a minute. Doesn't mean what I'm doing here is over. Yeah, you can always pause. You can always put on hiatus for a minute. I feel like people, and, like, I've even felt this, where it's, like, if you don't do something for a while, you're, like, oh, I should just stop doing it. Like, if you don't post on Instagram yeah. on, like, a certain Instagram account, like, a, like a brand account even, yeah. like, maybe, oh, I haven't posted for, like, a month. Like, I just should give up. Right. And it's, like, no, just keep going. It was yeah. a pause. Like, like my podcast I took a month off on accident I'm still here <laughs> I'm still here. still here like I'm it was a pause and it happens and sometimes other things have to take precedent precedent exactly but like and I will say one thing I think having two things that are so involved yeah aside from like my life because I have a wonderful girlfriend I have wonderful friends I, I love traveling and hiking I have things outside of my passion project, so... Yeah, that you want to do. That I want to do. So it's like, if I... Choosing one would ultimately put one behind. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes back to, like, delegating and, like, mm-hmm. being organized. So, because I love them both as much, and I want them to be as doing as much as I can while still doing Like, them. 100% in both. Right. Which is, I think you're doing, and I think that's so inspiring, because I, like, have so many different interests, and so... I'm just trying to also delegate and like be able to pursue multiple things at once. Mm. And I think sometimes I feel like, should I just be focusing all my energy into this? Like, because 
it's maybe the thing I like the most, but it's like, but I also want to try everything. So right. it's just, it's just about like balancing it. It's about balance. I think at the end of the day, just if you balance it all correctly, it'll work out. Yeah. Yeah. I think you're like a good example of someone that's balancing two very different things. So. Yeah. And I'm, luckily they exist relatively in the same like creative space. Yeah, they do. Because I think if they were a little bit different, it might kind of butt heads at times. Because mm. I feel they like. They would fight. Maybe not fight, but I don't know if they would argue. I think Blurry and Preacher influence each other in positive ways. But I feel like. Because one also exists in the same world. Like you're saying, you go to a show and someone's wearing a Preacher shirt. Like they're in the same world, but I feel like if I was doing the brand and something totally different, it could I could be put in two different worlds which would ultimately kind of take away it's almost like they're a venn diagram where there's a little middle that intersects i think it's the middle intersects yeah like preacher and blurry both are their own bubbles yes but in the middle is like my life if that makes sense like i'm in the middle and i have my two separate things on the side but me in the middle like it all meets here. Yeah, they meet in the center. And even, like, when they intersect, there's, like, this, like, commonality that, like, inspires it. Like, I was even going to ask you, like, what do you, what, what in the center of the Venn diagram do you feel like, like, what artist or art inspiration inspires both? Is that, like, if that makes sense? Like, like, artist and or brand, mm-hmm. like, like a music artist. Mm-hmm. Like a music artist and maybe a brand or one or the other that inspires both of them. If at oh, all, that's a that's a tough question. Actually, I never thought of it like that. Um, I mean, I think I take inspiration from. I take a lot of inspiration from just design in general, not from clothing, not just from. It could be from like a building. It's just so design in general. I think, is one thing that inspires both, because me getting excited about design. Makes me excited to create. Yeah. And when I'm creating, it's either a blurry thing or a preacher thing. Yeah. And I think it's the same feeling from, like, an artist. Because mm-hmm. when I hear, like, a, a really cool record, that gets me excited. And me getting excited means if I'm going to be creative, it's going to be a blurry or a preacher thing. Okay. So I, It kind of fuels... It fuels the fire. It fuels them both, too, a little? Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, one or the other? Yeah. It's that hard. inspires... Like, if you listen to, like like you said, a really good record... Are you kind of like, I want to make music, like, this is inspiring my music, and this is inspiring my concepts and designs? You know, now you put it like that, I think if I hear, like, a, a really cool record, that's going to inspire me to go write, like, okay. a song. Okay. And if I see a cool, like, thrifted piece, that's going to inspire me to, like, or take a picture of it, write a note, like, hey, I liked the fit of this, I liked the design of it, and, like, just keep it there, just for future reference. Yeah. So I... I think it is kind of parallel. Like, I see a cool design aspect kind of goes to Preacher. I hear a cool song or a new way of, like, producing something or writing something or editing something in the music world. Mm-hmm. Boom, goes to Blurry. I, but I think it's all kind of goes into the creative, like, bank. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And the creative bank is the Venn diagram, and then right. there's some overlap. Right. I feel like you're, like, constantly, like, how you're talking about organizing earlier, I feel like you're constantly taking in all this media, and then you're, like, filtering it in your brain, like, blurry preacher, blurry preacher, and, like, separating it. Yeah. And, like, it's good, but, like, it's it's interesting to, like, hear how you're doing that. Yeah, like, 
on a day-to-day basis if I'm scrolling on Instagram or walking around and I see something I like, I'll take a picture of it and, like, favorite it. Mm-hmm. And so I have, like, my favorite section where it's, like, my inspiration. Yeah. Whether it's, like, a clothing piece or, like, artwork. Or I'm going, I'm, I, like, co- I collect records, too. So if I'm ever going to a record shop and I see, like, a cool record, I pull it out, check out the cover, take a picture of it. Like, that's some inspiration for later. Mm-hmm. Everything is inspired from something else. Mm-hmm. Not to say I copy anything, but I take yeah. influences from so many things. Yeah. And it all becomes this one brand new thing. Yeah. Art is not made in a bubble. Like, we all are community taught and, like, learning from each other and, like, blending genres, which is, it's interesting to hear all the overlap about the brand and the band. Like, the blending of genres in your band and your music and also in your your company. And I forgot forgot to mention this, but I like music so much. Oh, crazy enough. But, (laughs) um... (laughs) Crazy concept. Yeah, crazy concept. But... I'll go to, like, shows, right? I'll see some of my favorite bands. And I'll, like, hook them up with, like, Preacher merch. Because I... Fu- oh, that's I, cool. I find myself... Because it aligns. It aligns. It connects. People who like music, sometimes, a lot of times, like what I create. Exactly. And so I will give some stuff to my favorite artist. And maybe they wear it on stage and they see that or they post that's about cool. it. So it's like a subconscious, like, oh... I like what they're making, like, music-wise. I like what that guy's about. I like that shirt he's wearing. It's just, like, it all it all works together. That's really interesting, because that really is, like, a bridging of the world. Yeah. And I feel like that's just what you're doing. And it's really cool that it is, like, so different, but so, like, parallel. It's, like, they're, like, two things running alongside each other. Right. And, again, that's why I was, like, I really wanted to interview you about both. Because yeah. I was, like... Because they are influencing one another. They're informing one another, yep. it sounds like. Like, music came first, and it's probably going to, you know, be with you till the end. Yeah. But uh, it's Preacher still informing the music in a way. For sure. And vice versa. They're running, I think of it like this, they're running parallel next to each other. Yeah. So one time, maybe someone gets a little ahead, and then maybe it switches. But it's and always... sometimes they, like, touch, you know... Sometimes the they're holding hands. Yeah, in the middle. They're yeah. holding hands in the middle. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. I really love that. I think that's really unique, and that's why it's so good for artists to, like, pursue, like, different different aspects mm-hmm. of, like, what they want to make, yeah. because it's it's good that someone that's a musician is making streetwear, you know, or making, right. like, clothing, right. because you're now making clothing from the very beginning, like you said, that you would want to wear, aka a musician would want to wear. Like, yeah. I don't know. It, it's all... I just thought it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dissecting it, it makes more sense now. Sometimes, Are you like, whoa? Like, sometimes, na- like, when I'm just in the nitty-gritty, it's like, the steps are smaller. What is happening? The steps are smaller, but when you take a step back, it's like, oh, it's a full, like, spiral staircase. It, it might be complicated, but it makes sense. It does. It's, like, not a straight line, but it, it, right. it's yeah, going in exactly. the same direction. Yeah. So, do you have any tours coming up that you'd want to shout out yeah. or, like, mention for people to come? For Blurry, we're touring... We're doing the Carolinas, some Florida, I think a Georgia date too, um, Tennessee. We're doing that in December. Okay. And then January and February, uh, we're doing like 10 days going out to Texas and back. Okay. Yeah. Is that, you said that's just a Texas tour? Or is it like in between Texas also? We're, d- we're doing some dates in between. We're doing okay. a few dates in Texas, some on the way there, some on the okay. way back. Wow. So that's kind of based around new music coming out. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> he has a lot in the works. <laughs> and this lot. is definitely going to have to be a two-parter, and yeah. I knew it would. And I planned for it, yeah. so that's that's amazing. Do you want to also shout out your um, in, like Instagram hand? I'll include them in the bio, sure. but do you want to like say like where people can find you, where people can shop and listen? Yeah, so for Preacher, everything will be... I feel like the, the mecca is preacher.company okay. on Instagram. That's like, it's kind of... The mecca? It's, yeah, like, I feel like it's my look, it's my ongoing lookbook. Yeah. It's my curated website. It's almost. the most, like, updated, updated, probably. Yeah, and so you can find my website through there, preachercompany.com, um, which is also mecca part two of everything. Yeah. Um, and then for Blurry, Blurry Boys ATL on Instagram, you can find us anywhere on streaming platforms, Blurry. And it's just Blurry. Yeah, just Blurry. On Spotify. Yeah. Don't get the Blurry Boys not, twisted. We are not Blurry. We are Blurry Boys, but we are Blurry. The band. The Blurry. Band online. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We're, we're, if you, all our music's on our um, Instagram, on our bio thing. So. Okay, cool. Do you have a favorite song? Favorite song? Like that you made and favorite song. Favorite song? I. The, the Sorry, that like, I just like, it like possessed me to ask you. I just wanted to ask because we're talking about your music. Favorite song? Okay. I would say favorite song. In the last like five ish years, probably it's called "She's a God" okay. by Neck Deep, and oddly enough, their old drummer has a clothing brand, and I took a lot of inspo from him and his brand, his drumming, his brand, just that band in general. Like they fucking changed my life. And last time they came to Atlanta, I gave them all preacher stuff, and like they, That's wore, they wore it, and I was, that was like a big like. Listen thing. to all these full circle parallel lines yeah. touching in the center. Okay. Yeah, but their song "She's a God" is probably one of my favorite songs in like the past like five years. Okay. And then. And then what would be like like if someone had never listened to your band, what would you be like? Listen to this song. This is like like this is the the mecca of of Blurry. Yeah, I would say we have a new song called "Over Easy." Okay. It's very like feel good kind of windows down summer song. Like easy to listen to. Easy to listen to, and then we have a song called "Bleached." It's very like. Kind of uh, a little bit more alt rock. Like I feel like Blurry is an alt rock band. We have heavier influences. We have grungy, but those two songs, Bleached and Over Easy, are like a great representation of Blurry. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Everything else kind of strays a little bit, but it's still in the same world. Right. Yeah. Of course. Just we like, like literally everything. We like heavy music. Like we like really heavy music. We like fucking chill like mm-hmm. stuff. Like yeah. Coffee shop type beat. Yeah. So, you know, everywhere in between. You know, have music like that wow yeah. good to know i think that'd be good if someone hasn't like heard you before like where to start from yeah. a starting point yep. my brain just like possessed me and made me ask you that um is there anything else that you'd like to add um, i've asked a lot yeah. I, I feel like i could still ask you like 100 questions but is there anything else you'd like to add or like anything that like you want to mention like any projects you want to shout out or just like anything at all maybe i think i kind of shouted everything out maybe just going forward maybe for you or for a mental note for myself or for anyone who's like trying to be a creative or wants to be I'd say just like try stuff out experiment experiment I mean people are you don't have to have one same job you don't have to have you don't have to be tied into a certain job Mm -hmm. you could just try things if something works you'll you'll know when it works Mm -hmm. so I feel like just try stuff out and don't try not to be like stagnant in a, a situation where you're not like comfortable in Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because, like, you're, you're, I mean, it's so cliche, 
like you have one life so just enjoy the stuff you're doing it, it's cliche but it's like so true and like we get I, I even find myself getting caught up in that and like that like I feel like I need to be doing this this and this and it's like no you should do what you want and like it will work itself out as long as you can make shit happen that you need to and pay your bills and yeah. do the necessity then like it doesn't matter how you get there and think, like yeah there's so many things like the video like shooting video shoot like video editing photography like those were all things I wanted to really try out and those aren't my main things but they still I still do them today but, you're able to like do yeah. them through your brand but preacher was like that first thing where I felt uncomfortable with and I was like I should try this actually and so that was the first one that really stuck I was like I'm gonna push myself to try it. if I don't like it I can quit in like three months four literally months, at any months. time at any time but I was like let's see it out and luckily it stuck and I luckily I fucking love every part of it but I wouldn't have known if I didn't try it yeah so just like try just try and just like I feel like just have fun like be experiment and like not take it too seriously just have fun with it and enjoy something can always lead to another yeah even if it's it might be in the same world but it might be you might meet someone and trying something and they lead you in a different direction that you want to be in that's so true and like I feel like the world rewards us when we do the things we want to do mm-hmm. I really do feel that way like when we um, chase the things that we want, even if it's like you're not sure if you want it, but you want to try it, I feel like we get rewarded um, by meeting someone or like having a connection that yeah. is meaningful and powerful and will maybe even lead you to the thing you really need to do. So Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you for joining me today and talking with me for two hours. Thanks for having me. Um, this is amazing. I'm so excited for everyone to learn about Mr. Preacher and, <laughs> and the Blurry Boys and the influence that they have on each other. Cool. Thanks for having me. Of course.